This is Mud from the Lost Omens podcast. The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. For more podcasts like this, please visit professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code professionalcasual at checkout or use the link in the show notes. A huge shout out to our sponsor, BeardedDragonGames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons & Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Because not everybody finished level. <laughs> You had three weeks. <laughs> I hate you, Tim. This, oh, oh, those words of love can only mean one thing. It's the Lost Owens podcast. We're back with episode 41. Why am I so sweaty? <laughs> it's all the mirth. The mirth. The mirth. Oh, my goodness. There's just and vodka. So happiness. Mirth and vodka. I mean, can you think of anything that goes better with mirth than vodka? I mean, that's not going to get you sweaty. <laughs> I'll tell you then the Lost Omens podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's our goal always is to make you sweat with From laughing laughter <laughs> and happiness of good role playing and friend interactions. Shivering with anticipation. The sweating means it's working. It's true. This is episode forty-one. You guys, you did the thing. You cleared the tower. You saved the day. Leveling up to level five. Dan, I believe that you wanted to uh, to talk about that a little bit. I was trying to ask a question before Tim hit the theme music button. Yeah. I couldn't remember if we went over. I was going to ask if we had gone over what we did with level five. Then I remembered not everybody like leveled up right away and did it between recording. Right. Because as Ben said so astutely, some people had three weeks. <sighs> was I one of those people? We should have loved we, we all did. Yes, we all did, Taylor. Don't touch me. I'm so sweaty. <laughs> You're unbelievably sweaty. I like need a napkin. Seriously. If you too want to see the sweatiness, here, uh, $5 a month gets you access to the Patreon where you can get video oh, of JB and all his sweaty glory. Yeah. So join the Patreon. Also, I'm super bummed. Oh. All of our seven listeners, no one has sent us a letter yet. Because if they wanted to, where would they send it again? I believe it's P.O. Box G's and G. Uh, West Oneon, New York, 13861. G is in G. Whiz, why haven't you written me a letter? Or send me a postcard. Send us a postcard. Ooh, Especially if you're not from America. You should definitely send it to our G spot, which is at the post office. P.O. Box G spot. Why I think you can write on there. I the G spot yet. Because I'm drunk enough to, to think that brilliant. up. Because we the, want our listeners the, to be able to find the it. The Galarian spot. <laughs> so like wherever we happen to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Bill Bucks G is in Galarian. Come on, guys. Hit nope. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You can't even say it. No. Nope. You're sitting right there. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I appreciate. 
<laughs> you appreciate this is where I have the level of decorum. Like, I shouldn't say that. I can't believe you found the line. I'm shocked. <laughs> found it. And you didn't. It's taken 40 episodes. Know, right? <laughs> and 35 years, but I finally found the line and decided not to cross it. That's the thing. I've known the line for a long time. I just still cross it. Typically, yeah. Tim usually just completely ignores it and just blasts his way past it. Because he's usually nearly invulnerable when he's blasted. <laughs> Thank you, because I was going to make that right. joke if you didn't. Yeah. yeah. It's taken me that long to find the G spot, so. 35 years. 35 years. <laughs> still going. In 40 episodes. People keep telling me there's a clitoris, but I don't believe them. <laughs> I've been all around that belly button. That, that's 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 concerning. That's a new level of concerning day. Day day. Here's the good news. Taylor hasn't had 35 years. Uh, that's true. Right. I am. He was searching for it in the womb. <laughs> oh, bad. Oh, 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 yeah. oh yeah. I'm the one who did that. Oh God. I was just following the logical progression of the conversation. <laughs> yeah, but you haven't met my mom. There's a difference. <laughs> uh, so level five. As far as you know. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy? <laughs> oh, what is it people call your mom? Patilla the Hun. Patilla the Hun. Yeah. Yeah. For a good reason. I have a I kinda have a Genghis mustache thing going on. Oh a little unshaven. Oh, no, I'm getting sweaty. Now I'm sweating. Yeah. All right. I feel it. It's too hot down here it. now. Too much Ooh. mirth in this room. <laughs> so right. we're level five. Level five. Level five. You guys cleared five. the tower. We finished book one in the Extinction Curse. All right. Level five. Come to me last. Oh. That's what she said. <laughs> So, Dan, with level five, what did Brennan take? Oh, boy. Uh, level five is super exciting for everybody because we get ability boosts, <coughs> which I was very excited for. I had planned on boosting my strength, so it's no longer a negative modifier. OK. But I said I don't want to do that, actually, because I don't care. Please, so exactly. he'll die to, like, not being able to climb or something because he's bad at that stuff. <laughs> um, I will throw you. Yay. I mean, this isn't Wolf Rupp. You won't die from falling. Right. True. I mean, you I know. can. It just has to be much further than in Wolf Rupp. Yeah. You know how rats are so bad at climbing. It's fair. Uh, this one is. It's because they have tiny hands. <laughs> I do a plus six to athletics at level five. His small hands and reeks of cabbage. Uh, so he's smarter now. He's more dexterous. His constitution went up a little bit and his wisdom. Uh, I had to boost for things like medicine and nature is important uh, for that. And then he is now expert in nature. And I uh, took a really cool uh, skill feat called Skillful um, Skillful Lesson is the class feature. Uh, ward Medic. When I treat wounds, I can treat wounds on uh, two people at the same time. Which is wow. pretty cool. So that with, is my, awesome. with my uh, plus 13 medicine, I can treat two people at once. Question. Dang. Can you risky surgery two people at once? Uh, it is a treat wound, so I believe so. That's terrifying. I have to double check that one. Uh, and then I have my ancestry feat. We all get that at level five as well. Uh, I have rat magic. So I have an innate spell. I can cast animal messenger once per day as a primal innate spell. And it's always a rat that comes and I can send a message, give them a little message and they'll go off and deliver it to somebody. Or I can like tie something to it and it'll go deliver it wherever I want. I feel like carrier rats. Yeah. Rat magic sounds like a weird kind of like IPA. I would say, I was, you know what I mean? I was going to go like, like, Hip hop artist. Oh, okay. Rap magic. Rap magic. Rap magic. But yeah, uh, very exciting level five. That's uh, so why we all wanted to get to level four so we could get to level five. 
Uh, but now that all of our stats are boosted, I think that that just means that the monster is going to be that much nastier. Yeah. Because all of our DCs yeah, five are is up a huge higher. Power spike. Yep. Yeah. So I, I'm Brennan is terrified of what's to come if he knew about the mechanics of the game. <laughs> As he should be. Yeah. I mean, he's a little rat person. He's scared. And he's a white all the time. rat with. He's cream colored. He's not white. So at what level um, do you get the dexterity bonus where you can start putting colored contacts in so his eyes aren't pink anymore? <laughs> I mean, he just wouldn't do that anyway. He's proud of his heritage. It's gross. It's just so gross. There's actually an ancestry feat he could have taken, or is that the next one? I can't remember. Where he can curl up into a ball and roll down a hill. <laughs> oh my god. That's awesome. That is so cute. That's a no would have been no problem. Right? I, I had that. I gotta double check Brennan's, if he could do Brennan's that now. Brennan's build is just designed to try to make us forget that he's not cute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the only problem is it only works going downhill. Like he has to have a decline. He can't just You can't roll uphill? No, I not even on flat ground. Mm. Lame. I mean, if we kicked you hard enough. Why would you kick him oh though? God, so could cute. mud like bowl you? Oh my god. Oh yeah. Yes. Can we use you as like a bola with your tail? Just like oh, You're welcome to try. Tie another rat to you. Rats off to you. Well, that must be in a different book than this one. I don't see it now. Oh, I think it's in the ancestry guide. That's what I'm thinking of. But cool. yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I took rat magic. And looking forward a little bit, I know you've had your eye on some things at level six. What are you looking forward to with your next level? Uh, I'm not sure yet. Okay. I've got a couple different ideas, you know, assuming he survives that far. And there's a new book coming out like next week that could really open things up for a lot of people too. Right? Yeah. Mostly just for you, I think. <laughs> Surprise. Isn't it gods and magic? No, it's uh, secrets, it is, no. Yeah, secrets of magic, but it is. Yeah. There's a there's a lot in there. There's other stuff in there. Sweet. Mm-hmm. It's like a 300 page book. There's a ton of stuff, including yeah. two new classes. What are oh, really? Classes. Magus and Summoner. Yeah. Um, Ooh, cute. What? Spell strikes and create monsters. Um, what? <laughs> you could be a Pokemon trainer. That's <laughs> awesome. And I want it. Yeah. Summoner is uh, badass. Oh my god! So some of my decisions for the future kind of depend on how Mad Magus dedication works because I could mm-hmm. I like the idea of Brendan channeling spells through his bow, oh, potentially that's pretty, that's that's as cool. one option. Yeah, or just continue with investigator or medic and be really good at that. I feel like you really hit a good niche in this party, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even personal. Well, I mean, wise like mm-hmm. you hit the nail on the head. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I, I love having Brendan in the party. He's he, so fun. He's a lot better when he actually makes his medicine checks, unlike last episode when he failed like three in a row, and I was like, I'm useless. So I, I'm kind of leaning towards him getting spells in the future, so in those moments he's not useless where I can do something instead of being like, well, I'm just rolling crap. I gotta be Well, I mean, the creator is designed to have a single attack per turn and having the rest of your ability, having the rest of your actions free for medicine. It's just like really good action economy, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. I got to be honest, though, when you roll a bad roll, you make the best face. You're just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, guess. I forgot another, a huge thing at level five for investigator is my strategic strike is now an additional 2d6 damage. Ooh. So if I devise a stratagem and hit, my bow will be 3d6 damage. Minus one. So I'll probably keep rolling five. <laughs> um, but it's an additional five. But you get to be increasingly mad about it. Yes, yes, because I'm just defying the odds even more. I'm going to throw 3d6 right now. I'm not in combat, so that's not a uh, 10. That's perfectly average. What you could start doing is take a bunch of levels of intimidation. 
And with that third action every round, like just that face that you make when you roll poorly, make that at the enemies to demoralize them. Yeah, that's basically. I love Chris how little our party is intimidating. Like we don't yeah. do it at all, <laughs> and it's like a huge, like combat debuff thing. <laughs> we just totally ignore it. Yeah, because I'm adorable. You are. It's canon now. It's been said on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm too nice. Awesome. Cool. Um, all right, Ben, tell us about Curva at level five. Curva gets a big power spike at level five, as everyone does. I get expert strikes, which means I'm now expert at hand to hand. We also get I'm buffing strength, dex, con and wisdom. So all the physical stats that I'm already good at get better and also wisdom for um, religion and uh, survival checks. Uh, survival also became an expert skill, so now I'm very, very good at surviving. Ooh. But the big cool thing is my ancestry feat called Bloody Blows, which says that when I strike critically with an unarmed strike, it deals 1d4 persistent bleed damage as well. Nice. Wow. That's really cool. That's really cool. So that'll be a nice sustained source of da- like Brennan has like the single shot per turn. I'm and like um, Zoresk has like everything for a single strike that's a like a lot of damage at once. I think that my character is more of like laying it on over time. Mm. So uh, this fits really well into that slot. So imagine Curva's like, you get a hematoma, you get a hematoma, <laughs> you get a hematoma. I've got a bucket for these. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, have you looked at all into level six and what you might be aspiring towards? Oh, I'm definitely going for Whirling Throw at level six. Yes. Because it, it lets me use a, an athletics check if I have a foe grabbed in order to throw him 30 feet in a direction. Oh, my God. 30 feet? That's and insane. it doesn't and it's not an attack. So I don't put the min- multiple attack penalty to oh, it. So awesome. I can do it at the last action. Oh, cool. And then my so character kind of stops progressing <laughs> after that. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be really sweet. That's when you take that sorcerer dip. That's, yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, just become a summoner after that. Yeah, summon Even like some creatures. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> little crabs everywhere. There's, there's other, there's other cool stuff coming up at level eight, but um's the word. That's awesome. Cool. Uh, Tim. Um. So, at level five, there actually wasn't a whole ton for Oracle. It was just an ancestry feat and the ability boost. But I took strength, dex, intelligence, and charisma. You did. You still have a negative con modifier. <laughs> I thought heavily about getting rid of that negative con, but I was like, nah. Similar to how Dan approached the negative strength. Leaning into yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I, I really thought your whole thing was like. Uh, never mind. No, it is. Never mind. That's why okay. it's funny. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, never mind. <laughs> if he's getting hit, we're we're fucking up. That's, yeah, that's, that's fair. A, that's yeah. totally fair. Yes. That, um, that's a thing. Also, we're on our way to a new town. The ability to have a compound bow being there so I can start getting my strength modifier on bow shots mm-hmm. would be super rad. Sounds off. Um, as far as the ancestry, ancestry feat, I have trick item from an earlier level so I can start to mess with magic items from other um, sources that I don't normally know. Mm. The only two, the only skill that I didn't have was knowledge nature yet to be able to use that on those. So elven lore gives you knowledge nature. Instead of that, though, I took fiendish lore, which gives me two skills I already have. 
But when you get skills that you already have, you can choose other things. So instead nice. of choosing the one that would give it to me directly, I chose one that would double up things I already had so I could then choose nature and not choose the elf one. Um, Very nice. Just so you didn't convoluted. choose the elf one? Just so I didn't have the elf one. Screw elves. Yep. <laughs> I, it also gave me uh, a lineage lore uh, for hell. So I also have hell lore now. Which is cool. Bad. You know yeah, what I mean? Dope. Yeah. So um, outside that, I took a couple new skills. I now have um, stealth as well as uh, nature. Very cool. But as far as next level, it'll most likely be another ranger feat. Uh there's not a lot there, so my options really are between taking an animal companion, Cubby the dog face dog, mm-hmm. might be a super. Mm, I don't cool. want him going in dungeons, no. Well, I want no. I leave him outside like Yoshi. Because I don't, <laughs> I don't, I also don't want him to get hurt. Yeah. I would just like him around me more often. Mm. Um, perhaps a big cat would be super cool too. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Or maybe like a duck. A duck would be really rad. Yeah. Um, or like a boat. Or Dutch is is out there at yeah. any point too so we could always get him the other one would be gravity bow uh, or gravity weapon which works heavily different uh than in pathfinder one where it just increased the like size category of your bow yeah. so it would do like a bunch of extra damage. yeah that was awesome it was it's very different in this one yeah it is for a better or worse worse <sighs> well it depends it scales okay so it is a focus spell so I can do it significantly more often by using a focus point. Mm. But what it does is it adds plus two damage per die that I roll in my damage. Nice. So if I get a wow. striking rune, it'll do, you know, plus four damage and, and so on and so nice. forth. So there is also Hunter's Aim, which is two actions and gives me a plus two on the hit when I take a bow shot. So it's supposed to help you crit more instead of taking the two shots that I currently take, but I'd probably take Animal Companion or Gravity Weapon over it. But after that, then my Ranger dedication is complete and I can move into something else. That's really cool. And just another Oracle, an an Oracle feat just never crossed the mind, huh? Uh, Oracle feats are garbage. I hate them. Uh, (laughs) Straight up, all of them are bad. (laughs) You don't like Oracle feats. You don't like Elf feats. Why are you playing an Elf Oracle? Because he has to be contrarian. I, I feel like if if you've listened to Mud at all, it's that he really secretly hates himself. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but no, the Oracle was kind of a newer um, class coming out in the APG, and very legitimately, the the stuff that they have for it is just stuff that we don't really need. It's stuff that puts a lot of extra work on the GM and can potentially ruin plots in the future. Mm. All of their mm. feats are stuff like. I roll a die and I ask these three questions and then the GM has to decide uh, whether she's going to tell you the meta plot or not. And I was like, wow, I'm not I'm not super into that. Yeah, yeah that's I will. So. Uh, I will remark that uh, taking an animal companion is also an added complexity in terms of combat and positioning and everything. It is not to not do it, but just and it's it's significantly less of a time and effort tax than in previous things, because you don't have to calculate all its stats. It kind of just comes prepackaged as whatever, but it, it is still a complication. It is, and it's another body on the battle map, which has its own uh, flaws. But yeah, it'll probably be gravity weapon. That's really cool. You don't want to get a uh, advanced uh, mystery 
no, so I took the Battle Oracle and the, um... I do regret that a little bit. I wish I had gone one of the other routes that was a little bit more RPE, uh, because their mysteries are okay. They're not stellar. I like. I, I never, you know, go to multi per, m multiple personality syndrome or whatever because I'm never using my focus points anyway. So my curse is never expanding because their, mm -hmm. their focus point spenders just aren't super stellar. Can we um discuss? kind of broadly and we can cut this out if we want but i was curious about what your take on potentially swapping out a character if it's no longer working for us caveat mine's totally still working for me but i did want to get like a just open discussion on like whether or not that would be something that we're interested in exploring or if we just want to stick with our guys until they die so if you dm i mean so my standpoint on this is it's entirely up to you guys. Like, if you get tired of playing uh, the character that you have, like in Kapapa, we've talked about this. Not that any of us are tired of our characters, but like very realistically, one or more of us will have to retire our characters on that show due to like mutation or injury or whatever. JB, <laughs> I'm looking at you. Um, in this game, obviously, that's different because you won't really have to worry about that. But if you're like, yeah, this isn't really like, I'm not feeling this anymore. I want to swap it out. Yeah, as long as we can work a new character in and work an out for your character. I, I assume it's it... effectively just don't do it in the middle of a dungeon and it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep, basically. Even then, you can like find somebody that we could come up with a reason why they'd be down there or in whatever it is. Yeah. Potentially. <laughs> They're in a dog crate. They were in the ogre's <laughs> pocket. Yeah. yeah. They were in the ogre's pocket. Yep. <sighs> Yep, that's always our go-to. More furp. Mm -hmm. Back in the day. But yeah, I'm definitely not opposed to that. And I would much rather you be playing characters that... Not so much that... Saying that I want you to like your character, I feel like has a connotation that I don't really intend. I want you to enjoy the character that you're playing. And if you get to a point where you're like, ah, no. Or I really wanted to... Like, I know that Dan has his sights set on a couple different things. Like, always. future down the line. Yeah, I want you to be able to like explore that and try that out. It's really hard to not to do that in Pathfinder mm, when there's yes. like, I want to play eight other classes of combos and ancestries and heritages mm -hmm. and so much new stuff. I really want to play yeah. Loma now. Yeah. After reading that in the Moingi Expanse book. Yeah. Mm. They're so Very cool, cool looking. So many things to do. Hair eyeballs. Flesh fleshy. <laughs> fleshy. A fleshy. <laughs> yes. Oh, you could take that cantrip light too. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking a uh, sword and board warrior flesh leshy. Yeah. <clears throat> oh my god. Uh, Taylor, tell us about Zaresk at level 5. Uh, I mean, I felt like he was going a little too acrobatics, so I really dialed that down a lot and uh, made acrobatics um, an expert skill. Okay. So now he gets a plus 14 to acrobatics, because why not? Um, so that was my one skill increase because his intelligence, I think, is a minus one. Oh my god! Yeah, he's not bright. Or right, it's a zero. But he's it's a zero. Cute. Yeah, he's cute. Mine's a minus one. Stay in your lane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for my ability boosts, I did strength, con, dex, and charisma. Because um, apparently my charisma is really good, and I was like, oh, I should. Uh, use deception more for something other than fainting. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Which is great. 
I get weapon expertise, which is cool. So now I have a plus 13 to hit with the rapier. Oh, which that's is fantastic. super it's cool. Really yeah. Cool. It's mostly because I only play casters, but I was like, yeah, I don't get weapon expertise to like 13. <laughs> We're just like, oh, you get it at five? Wow, you're good at stuff. I yeah. forgot I got that too. Really? Investigator's the best at everything. Wow. <laughs> they, yeah, fair. So now I'm I'm a D6 plus three for damage, which means when I have Panache, I'm a 3D6 plus three for damage. Which wow. Is um, yeah, I kill things a lot. And then the ancestry feat, uh, I really, really struggled with a lot. Mm -hmm. So I was going to go uh, Guided by the Stars. I think that's what it was. Um, oh, lizards like stars. Right, so essentially once per day I can get the equivalency of 5th edition uh, um, Advantage? Advantage, right. Roll 2d20 two two and take the best one. Hmm. And then if you can see the stars and it's nighttime, you get a plus one circumstance bonus on the roll. Ooh. You can do it once a day, right? That's pretty neat. And I was like, ah, Zeresk really doesn't care about his lizard folk heritage. Like, obviously he still has it. He still has innate, like, lizard folk stuff, but it's not like... I don't think he would have cared enough to study the stars too much. You know what I mean? Um, lightning tongue. Hilarious. Oh, yeah. Which is what? just wow. find uh, something, a, a light bulk object within 10 feet that's unattended and pick it up. <laughs> you have like a frog tongue, like a chameleon like tongue? Like Jar Jar Binks, yeah, just, <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, don't do that again. Right, so it's just... It, um, like Yoshi again. Yeah, right, exactly. We would get three episodes before Curva ripped that thing <laughs> off of your face. <laughs> so speaking of Curva ripping things off of me, uh, I was also thinking Shed Tail, which is anytime yes. you got grabbed, you just rip your own tail off and you're no longer grabbed. But then I was like... <laughs> That's I, so fun. Right? I, I was like, I'm only going to use it if Curva and I ever get in a scrap. <laughs> Where's it? Which would just give him if. a blunt weapon. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your own tail. He would beat you with your own yeah, tail. Yeah, he would beat me with my own tail. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not doing that. If I can't clean with it, it's not a weapon. <laughs> Accurate. You can um, beat a rug with it, probably. Dust her I up. mean, that's fair. Totally. Oh, yeah. And then uh, it takes a week to grow back. And then I was thinking. So what do you end up? I, I do, 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 Gecko's grip. Okay, none of those. None I dated a girl in high school with a gecko grip. Gecko's mm. grip. There was another one I was thinking. It was razor claws, which makes my claws my rapier. Oh, right, dope. And, right. It's literally the exact same stats, which yeah. would have been awesome. So I could literally throw my sword at people and then like, you know, uh, which would be hilarious. But I went with gecko's grip because it gives me a climb speed of fifteen, which is hilariously awesome. Oh, yeah, it's and, real good. And I'm a cliff scale lizard, anyways, so I already have sticky pads on my feet. So like, all right. I can just like look at Curva and hiss at him and then climb up a wall, right? <laughs> so having a climb speed, is that like Pathfinder 1 where you don't, he no longer needs to take climb checks at Correct. all? He just he, can move I just on the speed. wall. I climb 15 feet up the wall. Oh man. No, Again, would have been very pretty helpful good on the stairs. <laughs> would have been really helpful that time I fell on all that bat shit. Right. I just um, listened to that episode. <laughs> you went bat shit crazy? I did. I did. That's funny. Um, for the future, uh, I really have no idea because all of them are really, really good. But I'm really thinking because of Zeresk of uh, taking after you, which is you just decide to go last in initiative order because you're so confident of yourself. Oh, wow. <laughs> and you, okay. immedi good. you immediately gain panache. So I'm just like, no, no, oh, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I like that a lot. <laughs> right. Oh, At first I was like, why? But for panache? Oh, yeah. 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 I just immediately gain panache. Everyone can attack me if they want to. And then I'll just be like, okay, let's go. Your position probably isn't anything to write home about, so that might not be that big of a deal. 
But then Attack of Opportunity is on there. Oh, that's fair. Right? That's huge. And I just, I, I don't know if I can't not take that. Yeah, that's big. real. You know? Don't you have, aren't there like a bunch of other finishers you can take to oh, other dude, than yeah. Confident so Finisher? So one of them is, um, yeah, right, and stop doing that. Uh, <laughs> one of them is after I hit them, I get a, uh, that's the wrong one. Hang on. Uh, if I hit them, they become flat-footed is the finisher. Yeah. Right? I still get 3d6 plus 3 for damage I don't dice. Think, oh, wow. No. And they become flat footed, which is pretty cool. But I already make them do that anyways. With right. Rolling. Yeah. Through. And yeah. Like, um, Curvo with his like tripping, like they're already flat footed. And I think I've got a couple of things that make them flat footed. Right. So it's like. Eh. So at this point, there's a combo finisher as well. Do, 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 do. Your finisher's strikes have lower multiple attack penalty. So it would become minus 3. Um, and then minus six and minus five or something like that. Minus three and minus six, excuse me, because uh, it's agile weapon. So I can do three finishers in a row. Wow. <laughs> essentially, which is kind of cool. That seems good. Right. But I'm an attack of opportunity. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be a tough call. Yeah. yeah, that's a hard one to not choose. So. Cool. Who's, who's next? Who oh, is next? God. All right. I need. Did you level week. up? Yeah, I did. I did. Um, so, big news, right? I've got 75 hit points now. <laughs> so, wow. Uh, woof. Well, I'm catching yeah. up. Twice <laughs> as many as mud, almost. Uh, very nearly, yep. Uh, yep. Uh, 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 um, let's see. Yeah, there's not a whole lot. All right, so, you know how I'm like a terrible character, right? What? <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, what? I'm going to continue down that track. Right? Okay. Just just jump on that train whole hog. I'm so excited to find out what this is. <laughs> yeah, right? You ready for this? Yeah. We're going to start, right, with my, uh, hold on, my ancestry feet. You know how I like to parry? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh yeah. Lord. Oh, yeah. Now I can parry for somebody else. <laughs> so I got clam protector, which allows me to use my parry action. On somebody else. Oh my God. And I could parry twice. So I could parry for somebody else <laughs> and somebody else and for myself. <laughs> what? I could parry okay. almost three times, I think. Okay. <laughs> it's actually not as crazy as it initially sounds because whereas Zeresk and I are dodge tanks, you're kind of just a hit point tank. Yeah. So yeah. you should probably be on the front lines anyway. <laughs> I was like, how stupid could I make this? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's how stupid. I am so excited for the moment that Fulgrim is next to Mr. Brennan mm. and just stabs him in the chest <laughs> in that, like, you're driving in the front seat and you don't want the cake to fall out right. of the passenger seat. Stop right there! I'm parrying! <laughs> oh, so great. Well, there was a moment where we're next to each other and he parries, but doesn't parry for Brennan. <laughs> right. Yeah. Everybody else. Don't touch me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, let's see. For my class feed, I've got powerful alchemy, um, which does something. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> I haven't researched it. It sounds good though. It sounds uh, good. Yeah, I get it at uh, fifth level. Sounds and, powerful. Um, yeah, and I feel like powerful. as an alchemist, I would. I think it just makes your bombs alchemy. better. Boom! Makes bombs better. Yeah, <laughs> it's can. <laughs> makes bombs better. Um, but big better. Here we go. Here we go. There's more. There's more. I mean, it's not. You guys got a lot at level three. Right. <laughs> it's not a lot more, but it's more. Ready? So my uh, elixir of life. 
Oh no. Ah uh, yeah. D6 plus two? It was 1d6 even, right? <laughs> I think I've healed people for a whole three damage before. <laughs> right? That was pretty good, right? That was a good roll. Now it's 3d6 plus six. I can actually oh, help somebody. Wow. wow. That's actually pretty good. That jumped you, up a lot. You yeah. fireball heal people? Yeah. <laughs> Yep, 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 yep. It goes from 1d6 to 3d6 plus 6. The alchemist is so dumb. <laughs> what? what? All right, so my bombs, right? It's first level, third level, 11th level. So my bombs will not increase until 11th level. Wow. Yeah, so I'm going to be doing uh, 2d8 damage until 11th level. Right? 2D. Wow. And you'll do damage probably five or six more times between now and then. Right. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Elixir of Life was, I think, first level and fifth level. And uh, it'll expand from there. That's just a crazy um, jump. That's awesome. Maybe. Right. Maybe. <laughs> um, also, I made sure to increase all my skills that happen off camera and during downtime. So crafting is uh, <laughs> up to plus 13. Yeah, you're welcome for that. Wow. That's going to help. And um, my lore alcohol is uh, at plus 11. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so get ready for all those alcohol checks that I'm going to make. <laughs> I mean, here's the good news. Going to Escadar, there's a lot of bars. So all right. I'm going to need that lore. Uh, do I want to know what you've been looking at for level six? Uh, level six is going to be the level after this one. That is true. And, and, there. <laughs> and in the one before seven. Right. And I'm probably going to get some more uh, crafting feats and alchemy feats. Hmm. All right. Do you guys yep. remember when I was level seven for like 12 hours? I do that remember was that. Awesome. When you were in yeah, my graces. You got that stripped away hard. Whatever reason. It was so real hard. I do remember the other big class feature that I got at this level. I get level three spells now. Oh, that's a big wow. deal. Which yeah, is kind of big. Which is a big deal. And the two that I took were Bind Undead, which allows me to control undead that are out and about the other one might be my new favorite spell in the game called crisis of faith oh wow oh i read this one yeah uh you assault the target's face faith face, face. <laughs> <laughs> Put in the face of magic damn <laughs> oh my god Oh Riddling God. the creature with doubt and mental turmoil that deals 66 mental damage or 68 mental damage if it can cast divine spells. Ooh. If they fail their save, if they cast divine spells, they're stupefied. And if they critically fail, they can no longer, they take double damage, are stupefied for a round, and can't cast divine spells at all. Wow. So they gave me a spell that literally says, your God's not real. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is just so rad. That That's is so very fun. Uh, I also we don't have anything. We don't have anyone else who targets will saves, too. So like that is that would be really useful against like the Zolgaths, which are like pretty good fortitude and reflex. But yep. like, you know, big burly brute people in the front lines will probably be pretty you know, susceptible to, to, to will save. So I'm into it. I've got four open alchemy slots as well. I got a lot of slots. New Hot. New that formulas. Be, right. That you got to fill those slots. Right. So if, uh, if the listeners or anybody uh, has an idea how to fill my slot, right? <laughs> uh, just uh, throw it in the discord. Right. Or uh, send me a, a, a DM 
or a letter. Right. Or a letter. To P.O. Box. G- as in G spot. <laughs> and fill my slot. Westoniana, New York. <laughs> Send it to the G spot to fill his The spot. earnestness with which he says it. <laughs> Uh, I also just realized something that I completely forgot. My precise strike damage when I do a finisher has increased to an extra 3d6. So I do 4d6 plus 3 on a finisher. Mm. Very nice. Which is most. You do 46 extra damage? 46. That's one more than 45 damage. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of damage. That's a lot of damage. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) It's only one way to fix it. Flexial. Flexial. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? How? Not a sponsor, but should be. How do we fix it? We'll get him. <laughs> Phil Swift, I'm coming for you. And I do a lot. <laughs> Flag oh that, would you? No. No. <laughs> you said Dan- it. Danny, edit that out. No. <laughs> I can't. Danny. Danny, stop playing Hearthstone. <laughs> You're and so you're beautiful. Cute. Um, all right. What did you get at level five? Yeah. Hemorrhoids. <laughs> I can't take my abilities. <laughs> that was so quick. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. Honestly, to be very real for a second, but like still lighthearted about it. Um, I've been kind of like listening to some of the podcasts that Dan listens to that aren't our podcasts because of the three podcasts that he listens to. Two of them are ours. Um, so the, the And both of those one, are Elite Eight Showdown. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he just listens to it in reverse. Mm. Yeah. Or no, he does it at like two times speed so you sound like Ben Shapiro. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Watch his Wizard of Oz at the same time. Hoping that it'll sync up. Um, so I've been listening to a lot of this third podcast that Dan listens to and I don't know, they just, they do a really good job. And I was like, I kind of just want to be like a better GM. I know I'm the good GM, um, but I've kind of like picked up some of, I don't know, just some things in my in my, my noggin that I was like, I kind of want to like do that and and be better. Let me just get a nice <laughs> drive for, oh, Jesus Christ. And I just rolled here. all four D6. Like, let's see what this is going to be re- like. I rolled three sixes and a five. <laughs> Dang. All right. Congrats on level five. Wee! Thank you guys. Made it. You did the thing. We did. We're level six yet? <laughs> You're level four. It's coming. So this <laughs> is where as soon as possible. We're starting the episode now, right? <laughs> and three, two, one. <laughs> um, you finished up at the Aaron Tower, cleared it out. You're back at camp. Uh, Harlock was like, Bellini's a succubus. And you were like, what? Thanks for not telling us that before, Dick. Yeah, that was on me. <laughs> Whether he knew and would tell you or not, that was on me. And I, I wanted you guys to know, and I couldn't think of a better, more creative way to weave it in. So, I mean, it worked. I figured that it was a siren, but the thing is, sirens ain't dangerous unless you're on a boat. So, we're on a boat, so totally harmless. Mm, she was All very, evidence points to it. She was a very sweet lady. It, well, she was an elf. A sweet elf. Gave me this creepy mask. Huh. She only lied once when she said that she would stay, and then she didn't. That's right. She could be out there. Everybody deserves a second chance. Not her. E- even me? Oh, no, that was just a random thought that popped into my head. I figured <laughs> I'd voice it out loud. Not irrelevant. Not, not, uh, not in relevance to anything that we're talking about. 
So Mud. Yes. What uh, What is our plan now? We had our show. We we've done this tower. We are making our way. I believe we need to go to Eskadar to sell some of these things that we have found. We have a, a, a number of magical items that this town certainly cannot afford to buy. So here's the thing. Uh, we're not going to do any of the stuff you just said, but oh. on our itinerary, we need to go to Eskadar. We have a whole bunch of things that we need to sell. <laughs> a new place to potentially be able to perform would probably be pretty stellar to have right now. I did forget about the circus performance there, yes. Um, in addition to, uh, I don't know if you were there or not, but we just cleared out this errant tower and we were told that uh, kind of the big guy in charge there um, was sent from a place under Eskadar. So we should probably investigate that as well. I think Eskadar is probably the next stop for us for a number of reasons. It's also appropriate that it is a, a harbor city and it could take us to uh, the Isle of Cortos where there are more Aaron Towers. Yeah, sounds made up. But if we did need to go to places after that, I think they have a lot of docks and wharfs that we could potentially be able to leave from if we did need to move around a little bit. I believe I've met a man named Wharf. Except yes as an answer, for Christ's sakes. Who, who me? Mud, you are. You, you had me at harbor and docks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. We will travel there post haste then. Wow. Mm. Before we head out, uh, think we gotta think we gotta talk about something as a group. What's that? Oh, uh, the rash should go away in about a week. <laughs> I appreciate your diagnosis, but this is about something else. Ah. So. No bones about it. We got roughed up pretty bad up there. We weren't cohering. We were all kind of just doing our own thing. And I got to make sure that's not going to happen again. So we're going to air some grievances at you. Tell you how you fucked up. It was dubious. Lovingly. <laughs> to start with, uh, Mr. Brennan? Y yes? You can let me take a lot more damage before you put the knife to me. I feel so much better when you do it, and I know you can't do it all that often because of scarring and stuff, but let me let me take a real beating before you heal me up, because I know you're going to do it right. Oh, oh uh, duly noted, yes. Brewmaster Fulgrim? Yes? When you did hit people with your bombs, it was pretty on point. But I wonder if there was a way to keep more of them at bay with you with your smoke bombs. I don't think you're utilizing your full uh, capacity as a brewmaster. More smoke bombs or more fights? Okay. Uh, It'll force them if you can manage to get force some of them into close combat with me and Zaresk. I think we'd be sitting pretty. Uh, that might be better uh, achieved uh, with my Tanglefoot bombs uh, to um, secure them in place. Always trust a brewmaster to be one step ahead. I am quite drunk. <laughs> That's how you get ahead as a brewmaster. Mud, we got a big problem. Yes. I don't know what you are. <laughs> By which I mean, sometimes you're healing, sometimes you're shooting, sometimes you're casting other spells. I'm not sure what you're doing. It makes it hard to plan around. And, uh, well, that's not how a captain should act. Uh, 
here's the deal. I disagree. I feel a captain's most important place is filling in where others can't. I think a lot of captains uh, <sighs> stow themselves away in the captain's quarter. They're not there with their crewmates. They're not there with the rest of the ship. And you like to fill the crevices to completion. I will always complete a crevice whenever I am able. Overflowing. And if I'm not there with you, making up for the shortcomings of my crew, because here's the deal, Kerva. If my crew can't do something, that's a failure on me as the captain. Mm. And as my failure, I need to make up for it. Until we can hire more crew to fill that slot. Well, when do we just start fighting? If we're getting into a tough place, just let me know where you're at. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, I could do that. Zeresk, on the other hand. Zeresk did great. I don't know what to say. Wow. Sucks. Wow. <laughs> but he did a great job up there. <laughs> Kept his head in the game. Danced around everyone. I, I Good did, job. I did awful. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, no. the rest, you need to put yourself down. No, that's not what... You, no, you did very... You are very pretty. Uh-huh. Well, I didn't say I didn't look good. You were Stacked exactly where you needed to be. Quite well. Hmm. I don't think I did that well. Remember that time you were on the ground for a while? Yeah. And you fell down that pit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got covered in shit. Yeah. You got right back up. Every time. Even when your spine was severed. That was traumatic. Thank well, you I guess you didn't get right back up that time, but but yeah, you, you did you crawl pulled yourself together. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate the compliment. Um and I'm just wondering if uh is is that the the caravan where you got the, the bird from over there? And I'd like to create a diversion. <laughs> I rolled a unnatural 20 against your perception DC, Carva. Or everyone who's around me, I guess. My perception DCs are 22. Okay, so you don't see me try to sneak away. Mine too. I don't see you? No, oh, you do. You do see me try to sneak away. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll just let it happen. Okay. Um, I assume you got somewhere to be. Carva. Hmm. What, uh, what's your take on your performance? That's up to you. Uh, I will pop my head out from behind Curva where I was trying to hide <laughs> and say, you are the captain and overlord of this band. So he's got a point. If anyone else has, uh, if anyone else has, uh, qualms about how I handled myself, I'm welcome to suggestions, but captain is the one who makes the rules, so let's have it. I'm going to pull on Mud's sleeve just a little bit and, like, motion for you to come down to my level. <laughs> trying to get in my camera shot. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, yeah, Curva responds very well to positive reinforcement with uh, practical criticisms. Curva. I want you to try an exercise for me. I want All you right. to compare. I go. I start doing push-ups. <laughs> I want you to compare how you performed in the entirety 
of the Errant Tower to specifically the end of the Errant Tower. There's so much thinking going on. It's a lot. It's a lot to think about. Yeah, worth the video. Worth it. <laughs> Mr. Brennan, do do his ears normally smoke? He just takes him takes a minute. We did a lot in there, to be fair. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm hiding. I, I can see you. No. It, okay. No. I'm getting it. You're going to have to spell it out for me. <laughs> you performed incredibly throughout the entirety of that temple or, or whatever it was that we were going through. You communicated with the other janitorial staff. You were incredibly lethal uh, when only lethality would do. But against uh, the leader of the Zolgaths, I feel like you had a crisis of faith or, or confidence or something, and that there was a barrier preventing you from being your most curva. What I want to do is narrow down what that barrier was so that we can break it down together. So I want you to think about that over the next few days, and especially as we travel to Eskadar, at what prevents you from being the most that you could possibly be. And I want to work with you on that to make you the penultimate version of yourself. Oh, what? Uh, also, you're we're, we're very clean the whole time. Positive reinforcement. Thank you very much. Very good, yes. Okay. I understand you perfectly. Great. To be fair, it was probably me that was dragging him down. Quite literally. You, you are so pretty. I, I need you to stop thinking about everything else and just understand that you are my baby boy and that you can't do anything wrong. My feathers are broken. I kiss him on his forehead. <laughs> I need new feathers. We will get you new feathers. Okay. I will get you the prettiest feathers that Escadar could ever hold. You promise? I do. Okay, let's go. Which way is Eskadar? Uh, we need to go back to the camp first, gather everyone up. Oh, there's like animals oh. and things, you know. They, Southwest. We're, we're running a circus. Yes. Are you taking the whole circus with us? Well, yes. They probably can't stay here without leadership. They need us to protect them. That's. Oh, they uh, fall to infighting. So uh, is uh, are the people of Townsville now safe? Have we? <laughs> Aberton is no longer our concern. Uh, we've given out a bunch of free tickets and we've taken their money. Uh, and quite frankly, they don't really have a lot going on. That's how a captain thinks. Avatar is what you would call a practice girl. And we can move on from the practice girl. And it seems we've solved all of their problems as well with the Aaron Tower. Well, well actually, that's not quite true because we found out we need to go to other Aaron Towers to solve the problem of, of all the Aaron Towers together. This one is part of a system that needs fixing and we need to check out more. That's actually pretty accurate. Uh, out of all the places that we've helped, Aberton will probably be the most depressing. If there are other Aaron Towers, I highly doubt that any of those other places will be Aberton. <laughs> so since we've already kind of fixed an Aeon Tower before, let's just go do it for people that... Mm, Have money. Yes. Okay. 
Oh, yep. we're, we're professionals at this point. We are. So we can charge a lot. Correct. And we don't have to give out free tickets. We'll, we'll give out a couple here or there. It's, it's uh, not as many. Right. Wager hmm. we could probably perform on the road, get a, get a little bit of income for anyone passing by. And taking opportunities to earn income where we can certainly is never a poor decision. I can juggle. Right. Sideshows are a great way to draw in a new audience. Just come to the entire show. Like juggling. Indubitably. I, I have nails in my back still. You. <laughs> <laughs> you put those fresh ones in. I saw you. We just watched you do it. You took off your shirt first. But it's my act. <laughs> I guess you're just practicing. <laughs> And practice does make perfect. Mm. I did about 6,000 backflips before I stopped landing on my face. Mud, I did want to talk to you about an idea I had for the show. All right. I, I, I think I have a way that I can um, help with the show besides just the books and actually go on in, in one of the rings. You want to perform? Well, it's not really me performing, per se, uh, but more that I in, instruct Others. Other what's? Uh, rats, of course. I've been working Wait, on putting designing... that into action. Yeah, I've been working on designing a small, like almost like a miniature circus for my rats, and then I can tell them what to do. I've just, I've, I've felt this innate calling lately, where I, I feel I can speak to them and they understand me in a instinctual way. You want to perform an act where you instruct rats yes. of your size or small? No, no, they're just rats. Oh, just regular rats. To do what? Uh, they have like obstacles and maybe little hoops to jump through and, and they just do uh, fun things. I figured I could do it when we have the, the three acts at once. I, I'm certainly not a headliner by any means, but um, I think I think people would rather enjoy it. Rats are uh, wonderful, Mud. fantastic yeah, sidebar. Yeah, hold on, let me... Let me just pick sidebar mud. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. People pay good so money when, for that. When you're talking to Mr. Brennan, uh -huh. <laughs> he really responds well to being told that he's right because he actually is. Uh, as long as it's not something about grout or dust, he doesn't have a clue about those. But everything else, he's probably right. So say yes. I'll, you should I'll, say yes. I'll, I'll take that. Under advisement. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Mr. Brennan, I want you to picture for me. Actually, help me picture. Hmm? Uh, we have three rings in the middle of the circus, right? The big top. Everyone's paid their money to come in because we're not giving out as many free tickets. Right. These yes, are that paying makes sense. customers. I want you to describe to me where your act fits in each of or which ring that it partakes in. I'm not and sure then why, which but I... acts are around you. Oh, well, I. For some reason, I picture in the, the leftmost ring, certainly not the center. I, again, I don't want to be the center of attention. If we can have the spotlight on the rats themselves and not me as much. I mean, I could wear a top hat and you know look fancy for it if, if you wish, but I, I would really, uh, I don't know what the other acts would be. That would be, that's your job, but I would never step on your toes with that kind of thing. I just work the books as it is, but it, they, I would have many things set up and maybe um, Fulgrim could help me build some of these things. Oh. Uh, well, I could set the rats on fire. Tools. I'm no, I'd rather, I'd rather, no, I don't want to do that. These rats are, are living creatures. But They're, that would make it very interesting. How, we could set a, maybe a hoop on fire they could jump through. I'll set it all on fire. 
No, okay, maybe maybe Fulgrim will. will, will. I, I think you need to be open to working with our other circus mates. I that I could juggle them. Mm-hmm. But no, they're not too no. Juggling flaming rats? I mean, no, we're not putting the rats out of fire. You know, I like the way that you think, Mr. Brandon. This is really coming together. It's no no flaming rats. They, I don't. I'm, I'm not trying to kill them. They're still living things that uh, uh, we'll be uh, making friends with, and they'll be training them. I've yeah. seen Fulgrim on fire at least six times, and he's still alive. They're not dwarves, they're rats. <sighs> they don't have his constitution. Dwarves have a natural immunity to fire. And I'm in the- That's not true, not true but, uh, That's not true, Fulgrim. You know it's not true. Just because you set yourself on fire at times, you have this strange masochistic personality I don't know, totally understand, but I do not want to set my rats on fire. Mr. Brennan? I would draw the line in the sand right there. Mr. Brennan. Yes, Kerva. Sorry, I'm speaking harshly. Take it down a notch. I would like to. It's all right. No one's fighting you. My rapier very quickly and swipe a line in the sand right in front of him. Oh, see? Magic. Mr. Brennan. Come here. Uh, okay. Fulgrim, you, I think you need to come down here. Fulgrim sometimes just needs a little bit of positive reinforcement. <laughs> I'm not going to set he my rats on fire. Said, right. He's been trying to work on an act for a while. The last time he was there. He's so he, terrible. He impaled himself on a bunch of nails. They're not even acting. And then Kerva had to pick him up to sweep under him and spun him around. That part it, was kind of interesting. Right. But he was heavily in pain. All I'm asking. I don't think he actually felt it. He was too drunk. <laughs> As a doctor, I worry for him. I, I don't feel like we have experienced a sober Fulgrim. So the fact that he was drunk during that particular vocation really kind of doesn't mean a whole lot. I almost don't know if I want to meet a, a sober Fulgrim. I yeah, I'm terrified of it be personally. different. <laughs> All I'm asking is that you open up. You're a very smart man, very book read, yes? There is some practical application for Fulgrim. We haven't witnessed it yet. <laughs> So we don't know exactly what it is. I don't I've ever witnessed it. <laughs> but I feel he did explode that ghoul that time. He so drunk. That was quite amazing. He did do that. So don't even. All I, I am completely I'm just willing to be open to to give Fulgrim his chance, mm -hmm. his due, one hundred percent. Except I'm not setting my rats on fire. He was very clear that he would do that for you. No. But what about setting on lightning? He does that too. Oh, yeah. We could talk about this another time. I, I feel like we're getting uh, uh, mixed ideas here. Let's workshop it. Yes. Yes. But we don't have to set it in stone yet. I'm just letting you know that I had this idea for uh, non-flaming rats to perform tricks. Could you set his rats in stone? No. Uh, but uh, I have been thinking about a new act for myself. Mm -hmm. uh, I could saw myself in half. <laughs> This sounds like the worst idea I've ever heard. <laughs> it would be like a magic trick, but without the magic. I would honestly just have a couple of the the Dwarven brothers uh, start with a saw. Right? Just start sawing right at my midsection. It would be I, very painful. I cannot. I can. I couldn't. No. My I, cleaning I, act I, after would be great. You, you know. I'd have a lot to work with. We need three acts. Mm. If you're sending his rats on fire in, the, in that act. And while you're sawing yourself in half, I don't think he I can, can do fix both. you up. And Curva's there with the dwarven. There's a lot of potential here. 
These are all terrible ideas. And I, I can know. dive off of the high, wi- high wire into a cup of water. Like a grand finale. Yes. Uh, Mud, you know how when uh, families, as I understand them, have children, they get the little end table for whatever small portions a child would eat? Mm-hmm. What if, uh, what if, uh, what if the circus, what if the rat circus was like a little side act where all the kids would pay attention to it because they got small, tiny brains and they can't take in all the stimulus from the center. Oh, but maybe the side would be a good, uh, would could be a good place for them to kind of warm up. Oh, next show, to the beer hall. A show on the side. Where the... Yeah, whatever those are called. I, I forget the name of it personally, but yeah, we could have like a... A show on the side? That could kind of be a whole thing. Let him really refine his craft before it gets brought to the main tent. Yeah. Kind of a adjacent show, we could call it. Mm. Oh, that's a good term for it. Yes. Or maybe like a proximate show? I'm so upset with you right now. I'm just going to let you look like a fool and not tell you what it's called. And then Brennan's going to stomp away. (laughs) Mr. Brennan, come back. He's fine. I'm going he's to fine. my wagon. It's that's. Multi- I need to return he's gotta, books to he's the gotta practice. He's got to practice a couple more tricks with Opal and Jared. Uh, since oh. Mr. Brandon moved, I will stand up from hiding behind him. You're <laughs> <laughs> like three times my size, <laughs> but no more than that. I like to imagine that he's got his hands over his eyes when he's hiding. I'm just hunched yes. down with my hands over my head. Your Brennan weighs like 70 pounds. <laughs> I have no idea how much I weigh. Oh my goodness. I haven't weighed myself recently. I, you're perfect. It doesn't matter. I know. Okay. Thank you. So, Brennan, you go to your wagon? Yes. Do you go inside? Yeah, I need to get the library books. We'll return them. On your Upset. sleeping area. Oh, what? There is... A black rose. What? A black rose. Dude, is there a significance to this that, I, that Brennan would know? Can I roll on this? Because Dan has an oh, idea well, and I really don't like it. Um, yeah, you can roll for this. I think that Dan has a good idea. So, um, should, should it be some kind of, like, recall knowledge type thing? Yeah, I'm not really there, though, so I don't know this is happening. Yeah, that's fair. Or would he just know? I feel like you. What's your gut instinct? What do you think this signifies? So Dan thinks it's something from Mistress Dusk. It sure is. Yeah. Yep. Um, Curva shares this uh, wagon with you, right? Yes. Do you look at his sleeping? Uh, yes. He's I'm got a black have, rose. I don't know. Okay. I'm going to take are my library books still here. Yes. I'm going to take those. Everything else. <laughs> do you do you inspect your room? No, I'm just going to take oh. the books. Okay. I'm going to stomp back Problem out. For later. I don't, I'm not sure what time of day it is, but I'm going to stomp up to Curva and I will say uh, again, I'll kind of like tap his elbow mm-hmm. and, and kind of, you know, motion to come down here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kneel. <sighs> Curva, there is uh, some cleaning up we need to do in the wagon, please. I need oh. to return to town to return these books. Uh, don't be alarmed. I don't think it's a big deal. Meanwhile, his heart is racing. Because he is terrified of Mistress Dusklight. That's so sad. Uh, so I'm going to go back to town and return my books. Mr. Brennan. What? You seem sweaty. Would you like a companion as you return your books? Do you mean you? No. Yes, of course I mean me. Oh, then sure. Okay. Wow. 
Brennan's all flustered. I can tell. M multiple ways. I'm very short. Yes, he In is. multiple ways. <laughs> <laughs> this tail is actually, for his size, quite remarkably yeah. long. Mm. All right, so you Must be really messy in there. I better go. Better go clean it up. I also seem distressed now. Service uh, on the job. You guys Mr. Brennan, to wait one moment. Is there anything we need from in town? Uh, yeah, so... Uh, actually, pretty importantly, they need to know that we saved all of their lives and that the crops will soon return. And that is mostly because of me specifically, so that <laughs> when the crops come back and everything is great, that they should really honor mud. What? <laughs> so since we saved the AM tower, let's grab the whole thing again. Make sure they all praise me when their crops come back. Okay. Mr. Fogram, do you require anything from town? Uh, let me write up a quick list, and uh, I will hand you a list that is three pages long. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. Wonderful. Just a, a few things. Shall we? Mm -hmm. All right. We will pick back up with this next time on episode 42 of the Lost Ones podcast. I don't like that at all. Why are you so mad? Brennan's mad. I'm... <laughs> I'm scared. I don't like this rose. It just means she wants to bang you, man. That's all. <laughs> she just wants your little tiny. She wants to bang you against the pot lid so then she can cook you and eat you. Thanks so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this, check out all of our other great stuff over at the network. For example, dropping Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play podcast. Join us as we start off with the Extinction Curse and navigate the world as members of a traveling circus. Also on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got Oh Yeah! The Power Phase, a battle report stream live from Bearded Dragon Games where we go head-to-head -head playing Marvel Crisis Protocol. Every Wednesday is Patreon Day over at patreon.com slash professional casual. Every week on the Patreon, you will get new vlogs, bonus content, and a whole slew of other great stuff. Next up on Thursdays, we have a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure, our Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition actual play, where we're playing Through the Enemy Within, widely considered one of the greatest campaigns of all time. If actual plays aren't your jam for roleplaying entertainment, on Sundays at 3 p.m. Eastern, we have the grim stream of Perilous Lore where I will be streaming at our Twitch talking about the lore of the old world of Warhammer. Every Friday, get ready, big chuckers, because Elite Eight Showdown is out both as a podcast and on YouTube, where we take a eight subject bracket that can be about anything and everything, pit them against each other and fight them to the death. And you can always hop on over to any of our social media sites and check us out there and get in touch with us if you need to. Over on Twitter, we're at Top Tier Casual. Instagram and Gmail are both The Professional Casual. And then on Facebook and our website, it's uh, Professional Casual. Yeah. Quick, quick note. Um, when you guys laugh or just speak loudly, I think the mic is spiking or maybe it's just like a Discord thing. But uh you're cutting out when when the laugh was loud. Yeah, there's um, uh, a equalizer. So if the pitch oh, gets okay. too high, I believe it will cut out. As long as the recording's fine, I can I can interpolate. No big deal. The equalizer. How about right. another paralyzer? Just nobody say anything important for Ben to know while we're laughing really loudly. Or fun. Exactly. Right. Yes. 
No um, funny business this episode. I am working at the county fair this week. Weesh. Or I was. Tomorrow's my last day. Thank goodness. And I had to be relegated to the trailer in the back to make subs because our sub bar wasn't working. Blah, blah, blah. Long story short. But I told them, I was like, you guys, you can't say anything really funny unless you say it really loudly so I can hear you in the back. Like, you're not allowed to have fun if I can't have fun, too. Mm. So that's fair. It was pretty good. And then I just most of the time I just felt like um, Christy Teigen and lip sync battle because like the trailer that I was in has this huge window that just overlooks the entire kitchen and then counter area. So I was just like sitting in there with like my hands <laughs> on my fist or my cheeks on my fist. Like, hi, guys, what are you doing? <laughs> a lot of people would pay a lot of money to see your cheeks on your fist. Yes, wow. that is true. I can't do it on OnlyFans anymore, though. <clears throat> I mean, you can. Zing. Penetration. Boom. Right. Yeah. That's not even till October. Just yeah. which might be pretty soon after this episode. Ah, uh, penetration month. <laughs> October is national. You gotta get your penetration month. in Nudie November. Magazine. You gotta yeah. pump those kin, you know. Yeah. Kin. Pumpkin. Oh, jeez. <laughs> How they celebrate Halloween in Walton in Alabama. Sorry, kin. everyone from Alabama that listens. <laughs> I don't think we have anybody in Alabama. You, you don't know. know we do. We, we do? yeah oh. yeah. Is it like somebody you guys know personally? The way you're like, yeah. Someone that pays us money. JB, monthly. delete that, would you? Whatever. <laughs> JB, delete that clip. JB, edit this out, would you? Redacted, redacted. It's fine. I mean, whatever. Ow. All right, Danny. Uh, when you're peeing in <laughs> basket <laughs> shorts, right? <coughs> would you take your balls out with your dick or just dick out? It's like a public area. Like I'm like going by a tree. I mean, no. Anytime that you would pee, would that matter? I yes. love that's your first thought. Am I going by a tree? If you were in private, would you take your balls out? But if you were in, yeah. but normally you wouldn't. Like, I oh. guess you know. I guess this is like. I guess women don't have like a normalization of the concept of peeing at a urinal, right? Yeah. But yeah. they would. They would normalize the concept of peeing on a tree. So my biggest thing, if I could have a dick for a day, I would pee on all the things, trees included. How high do you think you would get with an arc of pee? Above your body height? Would probably be pretty easy. I bet I could. Yeah, I think <laughs> most people can. <laughs> if you really gotta go, if you got a lot it's of just like put a lot of force behind it. I must not have a like a horse good prostate. JB, <laughs> you also have three drips of urine every time you pee because you're so dehydrated. I mean, that is JB, that's probably all of the issue. <laughs> so Just true. drink something other than coffee or vodka. Oh Anything my God. else. Oh, if it didn't come out like maple syrup. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'd probably get a, like a fantastic arc. That is so gross. You should start bottling that. <laughs> no. It's or that could be part of our scam. JB, I hate yeah, to ask this, actually. but is it just like the consistency of maple syrup or is it also the same color as maple syrup? Obviously, it's in color. <laughs> okay, the same okay, too. just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much brewing mead over there. <laughs> anyway. Some uh, cultures uh, some cultures use it as a cure-all for all, all ailments. Yeah. You're, you're in, in with a little bit of flour, syrup. get that piss gravy. Um... <laughs> Love that like this. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is it note in your die box? Is it a diagram of Charlie urinating? 
<laughs> There's no dice in my die box. What? I mean, I know where they are, but I didn't do that. What? <laughs> oh, did Jess mess with your dice? <laughs> So much trust. <laughs> it says dot dot dot. So much trust. <laughs> Want them back? Solve the riddle. Oh my god. One day, Mina, Bruno, and Lucky's cups will. All right, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I saw them in uh, GB's cup, and I was like, "What the hell?" I definitely didn't notice those. There. That's so funny. So when, to fill in uh, Ben and JB, because I know I told Taylor this story yesterday, um, when we went to the Adirondacks, Jess came and checked on Rocco for part of the time for us. And while we were there, she and Tim hatched this plan to like prank us because that's what Tim does. So he sent Jess a picture, like he took a selfie of himself with like Lindsay in the background and she printed a bunch of, she printed 10 and hid them in our house of all these pictures of Tim. So that's cute. Yeah. So how many did you find? I have found eight so far. Oh, that's good. Yeah. There are three in our bedroom. So <laughs> she, she messaged me while we were it's at camp. So and I was like, and she was like, hey, you're out there distracting Dan. We should mess with him. And I was like, yes, we should. <laughs> uh, and I sent her a picture of me and Lindsay. And I was like, you should replace as many pictures as you can of Dan and Danny. Mm. But replace Danny's face with mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. she was like, yes, I'm all about it. I <laughs> sent my picture a couple days later. She's like, there's 10 of them. I'm going to hide them around their house. <laughs> and I was like, all right. That's well, fuck wonderful. yeah. And she had like asked Dan. She's like, hey, do you have a printer that I could use to print some stuff off for my new job and dan's like yeah go ahead did she i know that yeah yeah good on her jess jess Jess. she's so malicious she's the best she is incredible i love her (laughs) she is the best yeah anyway jumping back in